narrow of hip, a clean-limbed fighting man. His skin was but faintly tinged with the copper color that marks the red men of Mars from the other races of the dying planet. He was like them, and yet there was a subtle difference, greater even than that which lay in his lighter skin and his gray eyes. There was a difference, too, in his movements. He came on in great leaps that carried him so swiftly over the ground that the speed of the guardsman was as nothing by comparison. Astok still clutched Thuvia's wrist as the young warrior confronted him. The newcomer wasted no time, and he spoke but a single word. "'Kalot!' he snapped, and then his clenched fist landed beneath the other's chin, lifting him high into the air and depositing him in a crumpled heap within the center of the Pimalia bush beside the airsight bench. Her champion turned toward the girl. "'Kaor, Thuvia of Patarth!' he cried. "'It seems that fate timed my visit well.' "'Kaor, Carthoris of Helium!' the princes returned the young man's greeting. "'And what less could one expect of the son of such a sire?' He bowed his acknowledgment of the compliment to his father, John Carter, warlord of Mars, and then the guardsmen, panting from their charge, came up just as the Prince of Dusar, bleeding at the mouth and with drawn sword, crawled from the entanglement of the Pimalia. Astok would have leaped to mortal combat with the son of Dejah Thoris, but the guardsmen pressed about him, preventing though it was clearly evident that naught would have better pleased Carthoris of Helium. "'But say the word, Thuvia of Patarth,' he begged, "'and naught will give me greater pleasure than meeting to this fellow the punishment he has earned.' "'It cannot be, Carthoris,' she replied, "'even though he has forfeited all claim upon my consideration. Yet is he the guest of the Jeddak, my father,' and to him alone may he account for the unpardonable act he has committed. "'As you say, Thuvia,' replied the Heliumite. "'But afterward he shall account to Carthoris, Prince of Helium, for this affront to the daughter of my father's friend.' As he spoke, though, there burned in his eyes a fire that proclaimed a nearer, dearer cause for his championship of this glorious daughter of Barsoom. The maid's cheek darkened beneath the satin of her transparent skin, and the eyes of Astok, Prince of Dusar, darkened too, as he read that which passed unspoken between the two in the royal gardens of the Jeddak. "'And thou to me!' he snapped at Carthoris, answering the young man's challenge. The guard still surrounded Astok. It was a difficult position for the young officer who commanded it, his prisoner was the son of a mighty Jeddak. He was the guest of Thuvan Din, until but now an honored guest upon whom every royal dignity had been showered. To arrest him forcibly could mean naught else than war, and yet he had done that which in the eyes of the Patarth warrior merited death. The young man hesitated. He looked toward his princess. She, too, guessed all that hung upon the action of the coming moment. For many years, Dusar and Patarth had been at peace with each other. Their great merchant ships plied back and forth between the larger cities of the two nations. Even now, far above the gold-shot scarlet dome of the Jeddak's palace, 
she could see the huge bulk of a giant freighter taking its majestic way through the thin Barsoomian air toward the west and Dusar. By a word, she might plunge these two mighty nations into a bloody conflict that would drain them of their bravest blood and their incalculable riches, leaving them all helpless against the inroads of their envious and less powerful neighbors. And at last a prey to the savage green hordes of the dead sea-bottoms. No sense of fear influenced her decision, for fear is seldom known to the children of Mars. It was rather a sense of the responsibility that she, the daughter of their Jeddak, felt for the welfare of her father's people. "'I called you, Padwar,' she said to the lieutenant of the guard, "'to protect the person of your princess, and to keep the peace that must not be violated within the royal gardens of the Jeddak.'